Welcome to Securing America with me, Frank Gaffney, the program that's a kind of owner's manual for protecting the country we love against all enemies, foreign and domestic, to God's glory and that of his kingdom. One of the men who we are privileged to work with at the Center for Security Policy is a man who has been all about protecting our country from enemies, foreign and domestic, throughout his life of uh, both service in the public policy arena and in the educational sphere. His name is Dr. Michael Waller. He has been uh, very, very thoughtful, particularly on a problem that most of us are unaware even exists, and we wanted to visit with him at some length about it today. Political warfare is a term for it, and we're going to talk about its um, manifestations, both foreign and domestic. Mike Waller, it's good to have you with us. Welcome back to Securing America. Hey, Frank. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, Starting with the foreign piece of this, Mike, there have been a number of uh, books and articles and other revelations and insights recently about what the Chinese Communist Party has been doing with something our friend Peter Schweitzer has called elite capture. I think that's actually the Chinese term for it, but he's popularized it in his new book, uh, Red Handed. Um, Talk a little bit about what this looks like and what it means. And I know you've been uh, recently hearing from an influential legislator on this very subject, uh, Senator uh, Marco Rubio. Tell us about that. Right, just a few minutes ago. Well, elite capture is the literally the capturing of the of the opinions and then the controlling of the behavior and actions of elites in our society. So business elites, cultural elites, educational elites, political, legal, whatever other elites. It's capturing them and making them work in the service of the Chinese Communist Party. And to the extent that this is done, um, what techniques are used to capture um, these elites, Mike? Is it is it just out and out uh, graft and and corruption? Uh, is it political influence operations? Is it whining and dining? I mean, uh, give us a sense of the comprehensiveness of not just the effort but the techniques applied. Yeah, well, it sounds it can sound pretty mysterious, but really, it's all pretty basic. It's 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 just capturing human nature. So greed, greed for money, greed for prestige, greed for uh, uh, influence and so forth, and making it so that those elites are dependent on the largesse of the Chinese Communist Party so those elites can then move ahead in, in, in their fields or, or in their quarterly profit reports or their, their academic stature or their political stature. So it's everything from giving uh, what in our society would be corrupt business deals so it's not a free market arrangement in the sense of doing business in China. It's you're going in as a Chinese communist approved entity. There's an American uh, person who might be running a uh, large think tank in Washington or the China part of a large think tank or a large university in Boston, Massachusetts. And they're the gatekeepers. So they get a cut of the deals that are made, but they they vet these American companies and elites to do business with the Chinese Communist Party and then give their stamp of approval to the party. That creates a dependency relationship where in order to maintain your business contacts in China, you have to do what the Chinese Communist Party wants. And that includes acting as an agent of influence to influence political leaders and journalists and so forth. 
Mike, I want to come back to uh, Marco Rubio in a moment, but uh, just uh, stay with this thought. Um, an interesting example of that sort of political influence and elite capture uh, is particularly relevant to a fellow by the name of William Burns, who is now the CIA director. And Bill Burns previously was the president of the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace, and in that role had uh, been responsible for enabling Chinese political influence operations, political warfare, uh, by you know, uh, facilitating essentially uh, the recruitment or otherwise the suborning of Americans uh, through the prestige of the Carnegie Endowment and its collaboration with the Chinese uh, operations. Um, Marco Rubio asked him about that during his confirmation hearings, and he actually lied about the fact that he had terminated them when he had not. It's a, it's a prime example, it seems to me, and it's very worrying that the guy who's been compromised in that fashion is now the head of our CIA. But back to Marco Rubio's work at the moment trying to counter some of this, um, particularly with business elites. Mike, what is he trying to do and, and how important do you think it is? Well, a few minutes ago, he told us that he he's, he won't, he has four points in in order to defend America against the, our our greatest threat, which is not Putin's Russia, but actually communist China. One of those points was uh, American businesses that are working as agents of the Chinese Communist Party here. He he was naming them. He said Apple. He said uh, Coca Cola. He said uh, Nike. Uh, and he mentioned Tesla and Disney. And that was a big one because Disney's his, his home state. It's one of the biggest employers in his home state of Florida. So he was very courageous coming out against these companies, saying how that they're, they're, they are uh, arguably using slave labor because they're up in Xinjiang province. And they opposed, they actively opposed his legislation to ban American companies from doing business with Chinese communist slave labor. So he called them out today and said these guys are, they literally had the White House on the phone with Democratic senators to tell the Democratic senators to slow walk his legislation through the Senate. Is he doing something about this other than exposing it at the moment? Mike? Well, he's in the minority party, so there's only so much he can do. So he sits on the Senate Intelligence Committee. He gets all the briefings. He uh he can release sanitized information in a safe manner, but he's really, really, really on top of this. So right now he's exposing it and he's been forcing legislation through and using the Senate to, uh, as a means of, of communicating with the public. But his some of his legislation has become federal law, even though he's still in the minority. So he's doing the best any senator can. Well, it's vital that he can see continue, and uh, I look forward to seeing what we can do to, to help support that work. Mike, let me ask you about um, uh, Iran, um, another nation that has engaged in political warfare, I would argue, um, not least in terms of its humiliation of the United States uh, in the course of this uh, effort by the Biden administration to get a deal with uh, the Iranians. Um, how does this play into the larger uh, enmity of the Iranian mullahs and their ambitions? Well, Iran does things very differently from the way communist China does in terms of political warfare, which is sort of using the political and policy processes and systems to, uh, uh, to get its way. 
The way Iran is doing it is through a different type of elites, not so much American corporations, but through American diplomatic and academic and political elites where uh, we really don't know the nature of everything they're doing. We just we see the obvious co-optation there. So the mullahs have been working on this for years. They started out by humiliating President Jimmy Carter way back in the late 70s when they had the hostage crisis. And they saw that, that he was indeed a weak personality. They exploited that weakness. They humiliated us with that 444-day hostage crisis. But then the very hour that Ronald Reagan was sworn in as president of the United States, they freed the hostages so they knew they couldn't continue to get, get away with that. <clears throat> what they're doing now is they're working through uh, former Senator and Secretary of State John Kerry, who is now related by marriage to regime-affiliated people. And they've teamed up with, with certain uh, conservatives or nominal conservatives like Trita Parsi at a new think tank in Washington, Hold hold the thought because I want to come back to Trito Farsi and uh, the role that he's been playing in this, and also talk to you about Latin America and the extent to which we're seeing some of these foreign adversaries, including the Chinese and the Iranians, uh, working against our vital interests there through, among other things, political warfare. We're going to have that conversation and more with uh, Dr. Michael Waller right after this.